Sergio, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Oh, uh, we got a we got a big show for you coming today. Let's just get right into it. We're gonna we're gonna skip our little intro. We're gonna go right into the rundown so you guys know exactly what to expect. We have a wonderful guest coming on. Uh, a, a very controversial article that came out. Uh, big controversy. Uh, we'll get into all that in just a moment. So first. Let's uh, talk about what we're going to be talking about today. And first, we have our guest coming on, uh, Professor Len Sherman, who wrote the article uh, that probably most people already have read or know about. If you don't know it, uh, it is Uber CEO hides driver pay cuts to boost profits is the name of the article. It is in Forbes. Link will be in the description. So if you want to check that out, you can. We're going to bring Len on in just a few moments uh, to talk about this article, break down all the numbers and everything in between. Uh, then after he's done, we're going to be talking about Uber's not shying away from showing drivers how much they will make in a given city during certain hours from the past, but the numbers keep going down. You know, you might see something like you could make $26 an hour, $22 an hour. Well, it seems like it's going down. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, then we're going to be talking about the whole tip shaving, what happened there. Uber fixed that problem and those drivers are getting reimbursed. So we're going to be breaking that down. Also, Uber is offering a new service called Uber Business Comfort. What's going on with that? What that is? A little bit more information. We're also going to be talking about the Uber and Tesla partnership uh, for discounts up to $3,000. But we want to know, is that $1 EV credit going to continue after January 1st of 2024? I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. And we're only a week and a half away. So we're going to be breaking that down. We're going to do cash or trash, accept or deny the ride. We're going to bring you guys on three people to see who will accept or deny and then the winner will receive something good so uh be ready for that also we're gonna be talking about uber tube youtube uh, uh uber channel hmm interesting and then uh some facts and funnies to go along with that uh, so we got a jam-packed show for you uh and today we'd like to thank today's sponsor giggle so are you or gig worker seeking fast and hassle-free financing look no further than giggle we understand that time is money, and that's why we've revolutionized the way you access funds. Picture this, $5,000 in your hands in as quick as five minutes. Yes, you heard that right. Five minutes by simply connecting your bank account. Giggle is here to make sure you focus on what you do best while we take care of your financial needs. Giggle, the fastest way to secure your financial future or your special offer. Visit gigglefinance.com slash rideshareguy to apply. Sergio, you getting ready for this? You bet, buddy. You All bet. right. So, we have our special guest, Professor Len Sherman, who is a professor at the Columbia Business School and is here to talk about his controversial Forbes article titled Uber's CEO Hides Driver Pay Cuts to Boost Profits, compiling data from driver pay disguised with upfront fares and boosting what Uber passengers are paying, or I'm sorry, and boosting what Uber passengers are paying. The article was removed, added Uber's comments, and reposted a few days later. Now Uber puts out an article trying to rebuke Professor Len Sherman's claims in their article titled Understanding Uber's Share of Driver Earnings, which we will break down and discuss on next week's Show Me the Money Club. So don't miss that one. Uh, but today, let's bring on Professor Len Sherman. And again, if you haven't read the article, the link will be in the description below. Professor Len Sherman, how you doing? Doing all right. How are you doing, Chris? Good. Thank you for coming you? on. Hey, Sergio. Hey it's been a while since um, I've been on the show, so thanks for inviting me back. Yeah, you've been well. That was like in the initial days of Show Me the Money, and then you yeah. know, quite. Has a anything bit happened in between, or have I missed Some, anything? A few things. Few things happened in between. Uh, 
now we, we grew the community to a really, really um, uh, amazing level, really. And then, um, you know, with their support, we're here. Look, um, I'm not going to deny it, obviously, but um, let's, uh, you know, obviously um, I have his permission to call him Len. So I've always called him Professor Sherman, but then he goes like, Len, please stop with the professor. <laughs> I get called professor all day long. So I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, so Len, welcome, first of all. Um, and uh, let's, you know, talk a little bit about uh, the article, okay? I, I've been around this this joint for a while. <laughs> I've written, I've, I don't know how many articles I've written or been part of, but I've never seen an article go so viral ever, okay? Now, it, as like Chris said, it came out on Monday, uh, maybe for less than 24-hour period, and then it was gone. So I got more emails about where did it go? <laughs> Then if my dog got lost, I'm like, I don't know what happened. What I'm why are you guys asking me? You know, ask the professor. Well, right. what happened? What's what you know, give us a little background for a few minutes about you know what happened, and then we'll get into the article. Yeah, I you know, it's very it's just amazing to see how kind of all in the absence of information, these conspiracy theories of oh my god, uh, you've uh, Forbes spiked the article and Uber, you know, demanded it was put and and you know, none of that. Uh, was really the case. I made a, a just a bad rookie mistake. I was headed off on vacation. I was desperate trying to get this article out. Uh, and as is normal protocol, when you write an article that um, in journalism, they would say, if, if the article might be construed as critical of the company you're writing about, uh, it would be expected that you would preview it with them and sort of summarize, you don't send them the article, you, you preview the key findings and then ask if they would care to respond. And of course, if they do, you include that. And if they don't, you say, well, they chose not to. And uh, I sent that article and to their credit, to the uh, PR executive uh, to whom I sent it, promised she would get back to me and did. And as I was rushing off to fly off to a Caribbean island on vacation, I just plum missed it. So to make a long story short, the article went up saying they chose not to respond. That was not true. They did. And they were justifiably upset. I felt horrible about it. Uh, got back to uh, the Uber executive, apologized profusely. It was just my mistake. And uh, my editor and I agreed that it, we owed it to ourselves and more importantly to Uber to make it clear that they had responded and for me in turn to respond to, to their uh, uh, disagreements with the article. So uh, it was taken down. Everyone was uh, satisfied that that was the right thing to do. I'm the culprit. I, I, I made the mistake. Uh, and then it went up. And uh, if you have had a chance to see it, you'll see right up top. I sort of claim that this is the situation. I summarize up top that they didn't like some of the conclusions. And um, and there we are. So there was no kind of uh, hidden agendas on any sides. Um, I just made a rookie mistake. Yeah, well, you know, it's the internet, right? On the internet, everything flies around. You yep. know, conspiracy theories happen. This happens, that happens. But right. the, the key is, um, article did go back up, right? Obviously, you had yes. full editorial support um, of Forbes. And, uh, you know, article well, went I try up. To respond, I try to respond to, the, there was some very legitimate uh, suggestions that were made by yeah. Uber, uh, but in particular, asking for more detail. And and yeah. uh, I, I took the time, it took me a couple of days, I took the time uh, to try to be as clear as I could about, you know, what my sources and methods and what you know, simple formulas, I just laid it all out there. 
you could agree or disagree, but hopefully it's now a lot clearer, you know, how I came to the findings that I did. And we can talk about them as we go through. Yeah, we will definitely talk about them. And, and you know, this hit a this hit a nerve with the driver community for sure, right? It did. I mean, as far as I can tell to our audience or to the community that we talk to on a weekly basis, you know, this article was not a revelation. You know, drivers have been saying this, seeing this from all cities, top 20 markets, small, large, medium markets all over the U.S., right? They go, I'm making less money. I'm making less money. By, by the way, let, let's, Chris, remind them that we're running a poll. Um, please go vote for the poll. It's going to be open for about 15 minutes. And then we're going to have another poll coming up after that. And we'll announce the results at the end of the show. Um, so let's get right into it, Len. Um, the article is mm -hmm. out for the second time. And we read it again, obviously. And then, by the way, how does it feel to go viral? <laughs> this is... This is, you know, you want. <laughs> you know, I, I gotta, I gotta interrupt. To, uh, I'm sure there's no academics watching the, this program. It's not their their thing. But there are a few. Academia, uh, people write these kind of very arcane. I, I can't understand what the heck they're talking about, and they put post them in in academic journals that no one but academics reads. So you know, they might yeah. get 300 hits on a on a uh, something they've worked for in a year, and. Uh, yeah. I, I hope your audience is going to find as we go through. I don't. I don't talk that way. So we're just going to sort of lay out. This is this is the way you guys uh, understand the business. This is what I've learned from you, and hopefully we can all agree. But, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's start with a simple question. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the def your definition of a take rate? Uh, you know, it's not my definition. I didn't. I didn't define. Hey, you know, based on some new theory, here's what take rates is. I, um, whenever I approach looking at an industry, I try to understand, you know, how the industry players um, are thinking about and managing their business, whatever side of the business you're on, whether you're a driver, whether you're Uber, or something in between. And so uh, I define take rates. Uh, by the industry norm. And I'll sort of qualify that. If you sort of think about uh, how the different constituents in this industry think about take rates, you take the driver. It's very simple. You guys uh, have taught me over the years that you define take rate as the spread between the, the price that the passenger pays without tips uh, and, and your pay uh, as a driver from all forms of pay from Uber. That could be the base rates and the, the bonuses and the surges and the boosts and the multi-trip incentives. You take all and again, hold the tips on the side. Uh, and it's the spread between those two. You know, passenger, what percent of the passenger fare is retained by Uber and what's left is what goes to the driver. It's it's yeah. just that simple. So that that that's at the individual driver level. That's how I would suggest any driver on this call probably thinks about it. Makes perfect sense. Um, if you roll that up every single trip, the all the trips a given driver takes in a month, the millions of trips I had access uh, to look at, the billions of trips that Uber, roll up all of the fares, tips on the side, discounts from the fare on the, you know, excluded, that becomes something called gross bookings. It's the gross bookings, they say, just rolled up all the fares. That's what it is. And then you take out from that all of the pay that Uber pays to its drivers. What's left is revenue. And it's just it's just that simple. So corporate, yep. from a corporate perspective, the take rate is just the ratio between the company's revenue to its total bookings. The rest goes to the driver. 
And yeah. then two last points, and just I want to really reinforce this because there's nothing mysterious about this. Everyone that I'm aware of, except Uber, has used this definition. So if you take uh, Lyft in their most recent earnings report, uh, they came out for the first time in a long time and um, gave, in essence, their take rate. And they defined um, their bookings as follows. And I quote, Lyft defines gross bookings as the total dollar value of transactions invoiced to rideshare riders, including all applicable taxes, all tolls, all fees, and excluding tips to drivers. And none of these carve outs about all the things yeah. that Uber has been recently talking about. There's just it's all the money that rolled in holding tips on the side. Revenue is then the gross bookings minus driver pay. And then the final word I'll say in this is this is the way Uber has defined it for years. You go back for years and look at quarterly uh, earnings reports, and it's very simple. Quote from Uber's uh, uh latest uh, earnings report and the year, and the ones before that quote we define take rate as a revenue as a percentage of gross bookings full stop yep pretty simple right oh, i didn't invent yeah. anything i just said no no i, I you know industry. what you know um, i i i've been in quarrels with our community quite a while about this take rate issue and i think this this will settle it and um everybody's entitled to think what they what they do obviously what they think of take rates um you know to me as a rideshare driver uh, what Uber makes is really not that much of my concern because I'm trying to be profitable for my own business to start with. However, however, there are a lot of people who are ticked off because their costs are going up as well. Like over the last three, four or five years, maintenance costs, car costs, everything has gone up. So they go like, well, I'm, I'm providing all the service. I'm providing the tools for the service. How come Uber is taking so much of the fare? So going forward, I think this will clarify for me as as much as the community is this. We have three points of contact here. What the passenger paid, what the driver received out of that pay directly, and what Uber kept. That's what it is. Simple as that. ABC. And I think Lyft may have opened the door for both companies now to do the same thing, as opposed to Uber saying, well, you know, our commercial rates have gone up so much that we have to take back that out and we have to pass through this, pass through that. I think, look, this is simple math. We as drivers, we're simple people, mostly. Um, we think of math as simple. One plus one is two. That's it. So if a, if a passenger paid 50 bucks and I made 25, Uber kept 25, that's 50%. That's the take rate. Do you agree? This, should, we, should we do this? That's the way to do it? Yes. I mean, that's uh, and, and I believe that it's it's not just you and me. It's just generally everyone that I'm aware of except Uber. Now, in Uber's defense, they are a very global company and there are different types of costs and fees and uh, uh, issues that they have to deal with and different revenue recognition. And I think in their blog, which I only skimmed, I didn't have time to read it carefully today. You know, they point out that, well, different markets are different, but, you know, Let's be very clear on this conversation we're having today and, and in the article I wrote last week. I'm only talking about the United States. What's happens in the UK or 73 other countries, I, I that I'll get to that maybe. <laughs> Never. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, look, we we're don't know talk what happened. The US and its situation. Uber is free to you can define take rates any way you want, but please, when one of your important constituencies like drivers say this is the way we think about 
on take rates, don't say, you know, you're wrong and, and the right way is our way and, and our way is we have much lower take rate. Try to communicate in the same terms that your audience has thought about this this business from the beginning. And I, I think everyone would be better off for it. I agree. I agree. So, Chris, let's put up. Well, let's go to the, you know, you had uh, some wonderful graphs in your article. And then there were like, you know, I always say, hey, pictures are worth a thousand words. And to me, you know, <laughs> they're pretty self-explanatory to me. I mean, I'm like, right. Uh, I don't think it takes a genius to figure it out. So let's put the first one up and then let's see. Uh, um, no, Whoop. not that one. No, the, the not one that one. one. <laughs> not that one. Yeah, that one. No, that, right there. that would work. That would so, work. So, you know, these are pretty self-explanatory, but let's spend a couple of minutes on each and, and sure. uh, you know, explain us what the graph on the left is and what the graph sure. on the right is. Uh, well, just a little backstory. It's kind of interesting. I... Um, uh, I teach as often as the case in business schools with a case study 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 method. And every week there's a different company profile, Domino's, Pizza, Uber, whatever. And I can tell you over the years, and I've been doing uh, an Uber case for since 2016, without even a close second, Uber is by far the most popular case study because it's, yeah. it's just a fascinating company. I mean, any way you look, and I'll get to this chart in one second, but just the, the key background is any way you look at Uber, it's been, you know, probably the most fascinating company in certainly the lifetime of my students. And if, if not my lifetime as well, why? Okay. So they are, to my knowledge, the fastest growing startup in history. They want zero to $10 billion in revenue faster than anyone, faster than Amazon just extraordinary. They have arguably the best consumer value proposition of any startup that's ever you know, hit the market. Uh, they have raised and lost more money than any startup in history. And uh, recently, under the leadership of Dawa Koshasahi, engineered an amazing turnaround. I mean, going from a, a period where most folks, myself included, had doubts whether they could ever be profitable and and you know, here we are, they're throwing off billions of dollars of free cash flow. So, you know, it raises two questions. Why has it been so hard to, to make money? And what the heck happened? How did, how did Dara pull the rabbit out of the hat? So those are the two questions that I think these charts are going to answer and, uh, and why my students have found it so fascinating. I also have guest speakers in my class. My guest speaker this year was Emil um, Michael. Oh, excellent. You yeah. old timers, you you may remember Emil was the number two guy under Travis. He was the head of business development. Yeah. He launched and ran the China operations as long as that lasted and the like. And what he shared with me, so looking at the left hand side of this chart, is this is showing the average Uber US price per trip, the price that the passenger pays per trip. Uh, and it's indexed. We started with the average price in 2015 and then kind of took it down to the time Dara came in in the late summer of 2017. And as you can see, uh, Uber had a concerted policy to continue to lower prices. They were already losing a ton of money and they kept lowering their price. Why? Because they wanted to achieve that explosive growth that I referred to. And what Emil shared with the class was this was, we felt the most effective marketing uh, expense we could have is to essentially subsidize trips. Um, and it would pour in, you know, way more customers than anything else we could do. And, you know, in fact, that was the case. So um, the problem with that is at the time over those years, 
both the drivers and the passengers were keyed to a kind of rate card. And so when you drop the rate card on what passengers pay, you're also dropping what the dealers were paid. And that led to that big argument that Travis had and got him in trouble. The, the video went viral. And, um, you know, the, the, the problem is consumers loved it, but drivers hated it. Okay. Enter Dara comes in in 2017 and his marching orders are right off the top. Get this company public as soon as possible. Lock in some big returns for the early investors. You know, go for it. And to do so, he had to overcome three huge problems. You know, one, a toxic, demoralized culture he inherited. Two, uh, just tremendous burn rate at the time, in part because of these dropping fares. And three, growing driver unrest as they were now getting concerned about um, the uh, concerns in 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 their pay. So when he came in, one of the, well, probably the first thing he did is really set a great tone to fix and repair the culture. And he came in with a signature promise, I will do the right thing, period. Boom. And I give the man tremendous credit for what he did, you know, then and right until now to really improve the way the company felt about itself. And he's a very popular CEO uh, and should be. So great credit there. He also made some great progress on reducing their burn rate. Uh, but I would argue that he's uh, actually made a kind of uh, uh, some level of driver unrest a lot worse over time. And that's what's going to be the essence of this conversation. So one thing he did right off the bat is he began for the first time in Uber's history, raising prices. And you can see the, the arrow from where he came in on the left-hand chart. Uh, the average price zoomed up at a much faster rate than the uh, uh, overall CPI in the U.S. And that was to make up for the price cuts that you know were so ruinous to the economics of the company earlier. And then if you kind of fast forward to what happened, you know, a year after they IPO'd or less than a year after they IPO'd, the company's hit by a pandemic, their ride share demand craters. Um, and I kind of looked at the price uh, movement since then, sort of rebasing it to April of 2020 and going forward. And you can see it gave uh, the company cover to... Yeah continue to raise prices very, very rapidly, way outstripping the CPI. And it's pretty much all of that increase peaked in about 2021, and it's kind of stayed at that level. So right. number one repair item is get the prices you know, back to what the market would bear. And it made a lot of sense, and it helped the company immensely. Right. So that's half the equation, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, as a driver, I know this for a fact that I was making great money until the company went IPO. And because during the growth phase of the company, you know, they were just showing the money to everybody because they needed drivers, they needed growth, they needed passengers. They had the VC money to burn, like, you know, drunken sailors. And everybody was happy, right? And drivers were happy. Uh, passengers were happy. The only people that were not happy probably were the VCs. But then the company goes public. Um, my earnings obviously immediately took a dip uh, as a driver because of um now there was no more free money this is a public company with you know vcs are taking their money out and now they have to make money actual money profits the mother's milk of every corporation is actual profits and and sure enough the only way you can do that in a two-sided marketplace as we all know okay this is not complicated this is not rocket science uber 
in a two-sided marketplace, you have to charge as much as you can and pay as little as you can. And the spread between keeps growing. And at their, at their scale of two and a half billion chips now per quarter, they turned profit last two quarters in a row. And uh, all power to them. They did it. So yep. the fares, this, these first two charts say how much the fares have gone up. And you use Yipit data for the source, correct? Uh, what was the percentage? I'm sorry, what was the what? What was the percentage increase in fares since 2018? Um, the, well, the one I remember is, is since 2020, when I rebased it, right. was about 40%. And 40%. Um, it's, it's, it's probably from the low base of uh, when Dara came in. Uh, through 2020, probably another 20%. Yeah, so call it maybe 50, 55. I subscribe to you a bit, and it's about 50, yeah. 50 55%. I but mean, just, just so you know, there was a kind of a minor change um, in that before the pandemic, there actually was a kind of viable Uber pool business uh, in operation. And if you yeah. take the, what I've done in all of this analysis of their average price level it, uh, is the prices you're seeing shown here are, represent uh, an overall average of all of the different services, Uber Comfort, Uber X, Uber Pool, Uber whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so in the early years before the pandemic, a, a noticeable chunk of that was Uber Pool, which tends to lower the average because pool prices yeah. were lower. Yeah. Pools over, the pandemic killed it, never yeah. came back. So I rebased it afterwards, you know, starting with the pandemic to say, well, now that's out and we'll just watch what everything else does from there. So that's yeah. what we're So um, let's go to, you know, now let's go to the other side of the coin. I mean, this is the passenger yeah. side, passenger side, the yeah. fares went up for 50, 55% on average, yeah. which they had to do, which is fine. Um, yeah. Now let's go to the driver's side. Okay. Uh, you're going to flip that. Yeah. I mean, so j just to, to remind you, there was a kind of a, a, a little, change little it was a big change but it didn't uh, initially get as much attention as it should uh, in 2016 uber introduced upfront pricing for passenger fares yes and this kind of decoupled what had been this this you know complete locked in relationship that uh both passengers and and drivers used to get their prices and fares set by a rate card per mile per minute and in 20, starting in 2016, um, Uber changed its policy so that it just charged uh, passengers a, a fare. It wasn't pegged to a specific rate card. Yep. At the same time, they kept the drivers on a rate card per yep. mile per minute. Now, there are other forms of compensation, as everyone on this call knows. There is you know, surges and uh, boosts and uh, quests and all kinds of stuff. But the key yep. here is that the one thing Dara did is he continued the prior policy of dropping the rate card rates pretty precipitously. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is important because even, even at the kind of lower levels of per mile and per minute rates, at least a rate card gave you a, the comfort or assurance that you, you, you will never get paid less than, you know, X. If the trip was 25 minutes and, you know, 17 miles, you know you're not going to get paid less than what's implied by this. And hopefully, if you're smart enough, uh, we'll figure out which trips offer the best boosts and surges and all that stuff, and yeah. you can supplement your income. And I would assume drivers on this call can well remember the good old days when 30% or more of their total pay came from bonuses over and above the base rate. But yeah. in any event, through it all, the base rate kept going down 
under both CEOs all the way through 20, most of 2022 as shown here. And at the same time, what you see on the right-hand side for a whole variety of cost elements that represent the, the cost of ownership and operation that the drivers have to absorb and pay for, maintenance and fuel and the cost of buying a newer used car, uh, et cetera, and oh, insurance rates were, were climbing, particularly in the, in the later years, by an enormous amount. So that's a bad combination when your base rates are going down, the guaranteed amounts are going down and your costs are going up, led to a lot of driver unrest as you all well know. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, you know, I listen to every one of their, their conference calls obviously, and we know as drivers what are, what's happening to our costs, right? From maintenance costs, used car parts, um, obviously, you know, a full-time driver drives five, six, 7,000 miles a month frequent oil changes. We know, plus gas prices, obviously, specifically in the West Coast, right? We know what's going on there. Um, the costs are not uh, stable on the driver's side. Obviously, you know, we, we endure inflation as anybody else does in this country, and our rents have gone up. Everything else commensurate, obviously, except our pay, to me, it seems like, because if you look at the chart on the left, people, um, that's a rate card. Where is it from? From LA, right? Okay. And uh, if yeah, I had been other cities. I just chose LA. I had lots of other cities, and they all look pretty yeah. similar. So I just picked one. Yeah, I mean, you know, California is the largest Uber market, so he picked LA, and those are the rates, right? Before upfront fares, uh, towards the middle or third quarter of 2023, you know, the rate card that I know of for my rate card was 60 cents a mile, 21 cents a minute. Now, um, had to be profitable at that level. Obviously, have incentives and as such, but. Uh, you know, I listened to every one of the Uber conference calls and, um, you know, one other thing that, uh, that caught my eye on the last one is was that, um, um, you know, Dara was talking quite happily about that um, a lot more people are driving, which is true. Uh, they went from five million to six and a half million drivers globally year over year and uh, that they're staying on the platform longer and driving longer because everything is so great. Um, I disagree. So the reason we're driving so much more is because of the rate card right here, because math does not lie. If I was getting $1.20 a mile and, you know, 35 cents a minute and my rates get cut in half, I have to drive twice as much to make the same amount of money because the incentive disappeared anyway. So um, so let's let's skip to the next one, uh, Chris. All right. So this is the one that created the whole controversy as far as I'm concerned, Lynn. Yeah. And... Um, you know, look, um, you did your studies, you had your data, you analyzed your data. Um, you know, Uber may say, wait, that's not enough sample size. They didn't factor this in. They didn't factor that in. You know, if it data con con has uh, uh, all the pass-throughs in there, hey, you know what, Uber, keep it simple then. You know, no need, yeah. do what Lyft is doing. Uh, so this is the one that created a lot of the controversy, that your little parabolic red line going <laughs> towards the sky. So let's talk a little bit about this. What's up with this? What's up with this? Well, uh, we, we missed a little niff gnawing detail in between the, the, the last chart and this, and that is that okay. there was a, uh, what, what Dara Kashrashahi rightfully called a seismic shift that occurred uh, in 2022. Uh, okay. and, and that was the fact that uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve began reversing what had been a, a zero interest policy or rate, uh, rate policy, ZERP, as it's often called in the industry. Yep. Yep. And the uh, 
the, the big thinkers on Wall Street uh, really lost patience with what had been uh, high growth but money losing companies, and that fit the bill to Uber. Almost, you could say they were the the uh, paragon of that, having lost more money than any com company ever, but, but growing like a, a weed the whole time. So Dara issued a uh, uh, well-crafted memo, and I think he really, you know, hit the nail on the head and to all of his employees and said, "Look, we we just got to uh, put a lot more focus on profitability than we ever had before." And, you know, prove that we can make our unit economics work before we go big, I think it was the, the phrase he used. And um, you know, coincidentally or not, I, I wasn't in the room where it happened, but coincident with just about that time, Uber began piloting and then rolling out a new driver pay policy, uh, as has <clears throat> often been called upfront fares uh, plus destination. And this now extended what they already had done on the passenger side, decoupling the setting of passenger fares strictly based on a rate card of miles and, and um, minutes, now extended over on the driver pay side. So we're no longer gonna have a rate card. You know, the, the whole meaning of what base pay is now meaningless. It basically says there's a whole variety of factors. We're using some very sophisticated AI algorithms uh, using a lot of factors that are undefined that go into the fact that when a driver now since that time has gotten a price offer, do you want to take this trip, trip or not? You're an independent contractor, your call. It's a number. There it is. Take it or leave it. And yep. uh, it includes any and all boosts and bonuses. And all. Big number. Easy to see. There were some great things about the new policy. Um, it was a lot simpler to kind of do the math you know, in your head, at least to see what the total number would be. Yeah. Uh, you were given the destination address for the first time. You were given an estimate of the time to do the trip, both to the pickup point and then to deliver the passenger to the end point. All of those were very, very helpful and appreciated by drivers. Yeah. However, however, it now gave Uber tremendous discretionary control over setting driver pay. And the other kind of important feature is that if a driver was given an offer and for whatever reason driver deemed it was an unattractive pay offer or didn't like the destination uh, and rejected it the trip offer could go into uh, this trip radar function where multiple drivers are now bidding against each other who's the first one to accept what could be uh, a, a pretty unattractive offer to many drivers, if not, you know, so it, it really got to the point of saying, why should Uber, if I were in their shoes with this new policy, why should I pay what I would have paid off minimum rate card? If I can find a driver who's willing to take something lower with just yeah. this upfront price that I throw out, right. you know, he, he's willing to take it free, free choice. Uh, I'm putting it out there. So it gave them the opportunity to, lower their overall pricing. And now we have this tremendous discretion on both sides of what price I charge an individual passenger, what I pay an individual driver. And in essence, you can maximize your take or your margin on every single trip because uh, every every trip is kind of a, a new ball game and, and you right. have the control over both sides. So that's what's reflected here. And, and what I did is uh, use two data sources to generate this chart. Um, the driver pay data came from a company called Gridwise yep. uh, that offers drivers a range of uh, 
financial support and planning tools if the driver agrees uh, to share their login credentials with all the gig companies with whom they uh, work. And in return, Gridwise sort of can assemble all of this data and, and analyze it, give information back to the driver, but also have this aggregate database that they could you know, sell to outsiders or provide to outsiders like myself. And uh, yeah. they generally collect about 2 million trip observations per quarter for Uber drivers. And what I asked them to do was give me the average price per trip also price per mile and price per uh, hour, but yeah. I focused mostly uh, in what you see here on the Uber price per trip. And this represents uh, the total pay during a given quarter to all of their 2 million drivers in that quarter, including all base pay, whatever that means anymore, all bonuses, all incentives, uh, and uh, excluding tips. And I just sort of took those average points um, for each quarter. And then on the okay. top line, the green line, that's the blue, I was just describing the blue line. The green line is from another data services company called Yipit. And they have a kind of an email panel where they have tens and tens of thousands of passengers who are willing to share their transaction, you know, credit card price transaction history not just for Uber, but for all kinds of products and services. And yep. Yipit assembles about a, a half a million Uber trip records per quarter. So millions over the course of the period you see here. And this again is, is exactly what I wanted to get access to, to define take rates as we've already discussed. It is the total price net of any discounts if you if the price involved the discount, get that out and take tips out. It's just what did Uber pay the driver all in uh, for a given trip? And what's the average across these half a million per quarter trips? Right. And uh, so what uh, what you see happening here is that kind of vertical line right going down the spine, the center of this chart is uh, about the time when the upfront fare plus destination was pretty much rolled out nationally uh, throughout the US. And from that point forward, pricing <laughs> didn't change that much. You know, most of the yeah. price increases I showed earlier kicked in by 2021 and they pretty much kind of stayed level between 21, 22 bucks per ride on average since then. Right. But you see a much different pattern on the driver pay side that it was actually increasing a bit. And then starting this calendar year, quarter one, two, three, down it came uh, in a very noticeable uh, fashion. And uh, by my estimate, year on year, if you take the average driver pay from all forms per trip, quarter three, 2023, the most recent quarter Uber reported, and compare it to the year ago, third quarter of the prior year, uh, the average price per trip declined by about 12%, 11.9 to be exact. Yeah. Well, so, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the blog post that they put up actually has an interesting graph in it that we're not going to put up this week, but we'll talk about it next week. Um, it clearly shows that uh, average earnings, because Uber collects, Uber talks with active time or utilized time or book time hours, um, mm -hmm. it's been coming down for the for nine quarters in a row. Um, you know, the, the active per hour is down to 32 now, uh, was 39 and, 
I mean, they they put up they put up the graph themselves. So you know, there's no yeah. there's no I mean, this is no secret. Uh, driver pay uh, even with their matrix is coming down. Um, uh, however, so you know, the, the, this I understand where Uber can disagree with with what they're saying. However, I put up one more chart. I don't know if it's in this segment, Chris, or you know, the stock chart that we had um, that I had put up. Is that in this segment? Yeah. All right. So everybody, I need you to pay attention, real quick attention to this. Okay. Um, this is a stock chart of Uber going back five years, actually, to their IPO. Um, you know, as you guys can see, stock fluctuated between 40 and 20 during the pandemic, it crashed to 20. Then during the pandemic, actually, it went all the way to 60. And then it kind of, you know, waterfall effect all the way down back to 20 again, um, towards right about the middle of 2022. Um, you know, look, to me, pictures are, again, worth a thousand words. Um, the bottom of the stock. It happens to coincide with the national rollout or upfront fares. And ironically, Professor, your chart, the take rate chart, <laughs> is looking exactly like the stock price. The higher the take rate goes, the higher the stock is going. And um, personally speaking, this is my personal opinion only, so nobody got offended at Uber about this, um, is that the bottom of the Uber price, uh, Uber stock price, Coinciding with the release of upfront fares is not a coincidence for me. I think it had everything to do with it. And the fact that uh, it continues, um, you know, all-time highs at 62 now at $125 billion market cap company had everything to do with uh, Uber releasing upfront fares. Because like the professor correctly stated, it completely, totally decoupled what the passenger paid from what the driver received. And, uh, you know, they should take a victory lap, to be honest with you, but on whose back? On the driver's back. And uh, this is where we are. So, honestly, Len, I, I, I mean, look, this was a class, master class, to our audience because, look, our audience doesn't maybe understand financials as deep as, you know, I do, or I definitely don't get it as deep as you do. But it, it, it definitely stirred, stirred emotions in the driver community because they were saying that this is... What we're seeing anyway, you know, they, they, the professor could have written this article by just talking to drivers, but you didn't, obviously. What you did is you collected a whole bunch of data as much as you can get your hands on and did your article. So I commend you for it. I think I think you become a hero of the driver community, to be perfectly honest with you. I've never seen anything like this, you know, go viral or, or I mean... Most of the time, you will have two opinions on an article, right? You know, there'll be obviously people who applaud and there'll be people who boo you, right? I, I've never seen this one-sided uh, commentary on anything that I've ever read, ever. And uh, and it was unequivocally agreement, agreeing with you. So I'll give you a few more minutes at the end. Um, I think you did some justice to a lot of drivers who've been saying this. And, um, you know, the question is, what can be done to reverse this trend? Do you have any advice? <laughs> I know you're not a driver, but do you have any advice? <laughs> um, well, I, I guess the question is uh, who, who, who has to sort of rethink the way they, they are approaching this business? Um, you know, I, I, I've been a consultant for most of my life. This academic thing is just a, a second act for me. So I was I was in the business where uh, companies used to pay extortionate amounts of money to uh, get advice, and I'm out of that business. So no one's no one's asking uh, for advice, and certainly not paying for me to give advice. But I, I'll 
I'll, I'll give some advice to both the company Uber and, and to its driver community. Um, I, you know, I honestly uh, believe that what the company has done to turn around its uh, financial performance is exactly what a logical uh, and effective CEO could and should have done. And in the article I wrote before this one that came out earlier in the year, before I had access to all the data you referred to, I speculated at that time, it was very early in the game of the new pricing driver pay policy. And I speculated that uh, with the newfound control that Uber now had on both sides of its marketplace, it had the opportunity and the need uh, to sort of put into place new math. I think that was the title of the article, Uber's new math um, to raise prices and squeeze driver pay. And I said in that article, I, you know, I, I would probably do the same thing if I were in uh, Dara Kosher Shahi's shoes. There's nothing illegal or moral or anything else. I mean, a business is in business to make money, and it has yep. the opportunity and the need. The big here's my thing. I believe the biggest advantage that Uber has uh, in this business is it knows more about its customers and its drivers than any company in the world. Yep. It has more data, more knowledge, and arguably more sophisticated AI routines to make the most of that data to try to extract a price that customers are willing to pay and uh, a pay that a driver will accept. And I don't begrudge that at all. Matter of fact, that's mm -hmm. what an effective CEO should do. So yeah. my advice is is not, not so much to uh, change that. No, it, it's, it's working. It's doing great. Keep it yeah. up. Uh, I, I just feel that the corporate communications of this company and the way it communicates with its, certainly its, its driver stakeholder group, but to the world at large, I think underestimates the intelligence and the dedication of drivers. And, and th th that to me is the biggest mistake that is easily fixable. I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of what they're doing. They're running a business. They're in a business to make money. Um, Passengers are willing to pay the prices they're charging and drivers are willing to take the trips that they're being paid for. Uh, so just be straight and clear the way everyone else is communicating in, in this industry. And I, I tell you, it's I, I've been overwhelmed by the, the response. I've gotten hundreds of emails and um, text messages and seen posts on Reddit and all, I don't use Facebook, but it, hundreds and I, I've just been blown away with kind of the intelligence um, of saying, you know, thank you for for you know trying to clarify what we've been trying to you know, for being our voice basically. And and I you know I appreciate the praise, but I, I, I think Uber's been its own worst enemy on this to be exact. And I, I want to share one I have a whole slew but I won't waste your audience's time, but just a, a couple of uh, notes that have been sent to me, email and uh, and the like. Um, Dara gave a talk, and I referenced this talk in the article. Uh, in late October, he uh, was interviewed on stage uh, by Kara Swisher, who's you know one of the most well-known and respected tech reporters, covers the tech industry and has for two decades. Uh, and she's always known as you know asking tough questions, and uh, so she gave. Dara, pretty good grilling on, on stage. It was a, a, her typical performance. And Dara, I, I've said to um, 
a lot of folks, including uh, Uber execs, I consider Dara the most effective corporate communicator I've ever seen. I've never seen someone handle quarterly earnings reports or interviews on stage or social media accounts. I mean, he, he's just amazingly uh, smooth, effective, likable, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, uh, but he, he, he on that stage, when asked specifically about take rates and interviewer said, you know, I've been hearing driver complaints that you're taking, you know, more and more of the passenger fare. Dara said, looking, you know, straight out at the audience, not, it was a tech conference, not a driver conference and said, you know, our, our, uh, uh, our take rate in the U S in the most recent quarter was 15% after we sort of take out our commercial insurance payments, which of course are really high. And, but, but uh, I think that's fair because that's, you know, that we're providing a lot of service. There happened to be one tech executive there who um, used to be an Uber driver and an Uber employee. And she yelled out from the balcony in this 1400 seat, you know, packed theater, you know, you're a liar. Uh, you know, uh, she, look, uh, feelings were running very high, but I think this is an example that drivers feel that they're just not being heard. I mean, everyone in Uber knows how drivers define take rate. It's not complicated. It's it's not rocket science. And to just kind of deny their feelings instead of saying, hey, we, you know, our costs are going up. We're doing it. When you put that number out, it just drives folks batty. And I, I uh, so she wrote me, the, the woman who called that out. And uh, here's her short note. She said, Len, I'm the ex-Uber driver and ex-Uber employee who called Dara a liar from the balcony at the Castro Theater during Kara Swisher's interview at the tech conference. And your article explains why so well. Thank you. Dara is a good person, but I wrote him in car that he needs to revise his talking points about take rates. So that's my advice to Uber. Just be straight up with your community. Yeah. And I, I think everyone would be better off, including Uber and most notably uh, Uber. But certainly I think drivers would feel more respected and they deserve to be. Uh, and then as for drivers, well, you, you, you guys are the voice of got that covered. <laughs> you, you guys are the voice of drivers about show me the money and uh, know your worth and, uh, and, and all that. Uh, and look, everyone, everyone's got to look out for their own interests. Drivers have to, Uber has to, but I, I just urge all sides to be straight with each other. And, and I think everyone would be better off. That's all I would have yeah. to say. Well, well, here, you know, if, if you're my professor at college, I would have never ended college, let me tell you that. But, um, well, you know, audience, here's, we have 400 and, I don't know, 40, I can't even see, 440 people. Um, give uh, Len Sherman, professor at Columbia University, a hand. I mean, he couldn't be more eloquent, and he wrote the article. He took some heat um, from, you know, up top probably. But, uh, look, um, this is the article, people. If you guys have not read it yet, Unless you're hiding in some rock, this is it. Uber CEO highest driver pay cuts to boost profits. Um, he did what he had to do, but uh, drivers have to do what they have to do. And they have to, uh, you know, make a living and put food on the table. And uh, Len, you know, I think you said it best, you know, be honest with each other. And the thing is, this is, this is, this is the problem I see, Len. And, and there's a massive disconnect going on between the community and the C-suites, right? Look, they're running corporate entities, hundreds of billions of dollars of equity at stake. We're running our, you know, businesses and we need to make money. And, and none of these people are facing the pressure that the driver is facing to pay rent, to pay the car note, to buy gas, in fact, or to pay the cell phone bill. 
We depend on Uber for us to make money, period. But it doesn't have to be this convoluted, Uber. It doesn't have to be this complicated. Yes, on your end, it may be complicated. But I agree with Professor Sherman 100%. You brought this upon yourselves. You don't need to do this. Just be straight up. We're intelligent people out here. We're smart people. We know math as well as you do. And this, this doesn't need to be this way. And a lot of people depend on Uber for their livelihood, for their family's well-being. Treat us with respect. Treat us that, that we're human. I don't see that. And that's where the disconnect is. And hopefully, hopefully, Len, we're gonna we're changing things. Trust me. Last time you were here, we had 60 people watching. Today we have 450 people watching, right? And this is gonna be watched by thousands in about and you know, probably 24 hours. And if everybody shares your message, I think we're gonna have a lot more success because our voices are getting louder. So let's give a hand to uh, our guest, Mr. Uh, Len Sherman, professor at Columbia University. Much love. You're our new hero. You know, you can come back anytime you want. We don't need to schedule anything with you now. <laughs> well, it was great, uh, great being with you guys and um, wish you the best. You're doing good work. Thank you. We're trying. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Len. Okay. Any, any last comments before we... Oh, I think, you know, I, I, when you teach in college, you know, when you kind of run your course with the audience. So I, I think we're, uh, we're done here, at least on my side. You got a, a lot going on in the rest of your show. So why don't yep. you get it? <laughs> All thank right. You. Well, thank you uh, for coming on and, you know, kind of explaining a little bit more when it comes to the article and, you know, your information on it. So appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. Take care now. Take right. care. All right. Sergio. Whew. That was a lot to unpack, but very, uh, very well done and articulated as well as you had alluded to just a few moments ago. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting conversation. And uh, um, I mean, like I say, if you didn't read the article yet, uh, go check it out. Uh, follow up to next week when we will be breaking down Uber's response to uh, Professor Len Sherman's article. Uh, yeah. So make sure you stick around for that next week. Yes, we will have a show on 1226, um, which is after Christmas, so don't worry. Uh, but yes, we will be talking about that. All right. Did you want to add anything before we move on? No, no. We, I'm, well, I, you know, we forgot the second poll. Let's put the second poll up, too. So, oh, no. The second know. poll, actually, the second poll has to end. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yep. We'll All have right, to end so should, that. We, should we announce our poll numbers? Yep. We'll do we that. And then, um, and then we'll go on and quickly hit our topics. All right. So our for our first poll. All right. So let's see. I don't know what the results is. Chris knows. I'm excited. Let me see. <laughs> All right. So for the first poll, the question was, do you believe Upfront Fares is a rate cut? We had 180 votes uh, with 88% saying yes and 11% saying no. Okay. And then our second one was, what do you think about, or what do you think Uber's average take rate is on your last 1,000 trips? Uh, and this had 218 votes with 50 to 75% being at 44% of the vote. Um, so that means 50 to 75% of the take rate uh, is what people are saying that their average take rate is on their last wow. thousand rides. Okay. Then the following one was 25 to 50%, which said 35%, zero to 25% said 11%, and 75 to 100% of the take rate was at 8% of the vote. Wow, those two extremes are too high, but 
So what was the number? 44% between 50 and 75%? Yep. Wow. See, Uber, perception is reality. It may not be 50 to 75, but this is what the drivers are thinking. And yep. the communication is failing. I'm just, what, I, what do you want me to say? That's it. I know pretty much everybody who needs to watch Uber is watching. And, you know, look, polls are not, our polls are not scientific, obviously. A couple hundred votes here and there, but we're going to put that on the community page. We'll get probably a couple thousand votes. And, uh, you know, I'll send them, ship them out to you. Um, you're failing in the message. You can say all you want. I'm only taking 15%. Nobody's buying it. You know, it's not me, the messenger. You're the messenger. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. But again, they define, they changed what their definition of take rate is. And that's the problem. And it's like, nobody else looks at take rate the way they do. Everybody looks at it as, what did the customer pay? What did I make? And how much did Uber make? That's yep. exactly what they look like. And that's exactly what they look at. Well, and maybe next quarter. You, you, can, you can continue saying that until you're blue in the face. Oh, well, you know, after this and that and the other thing, we got to take out A, B, C, D, E, and F. And then we finally get to our little take. It's like, yeah, well, we don't look at that. Nobody looks at that. Let's be real. Yeah, I so, agree. And then 88% saying upfront fares is a cut. I mean, that's that's pretty overwhelming. I don't think that's even close. But you know what? Honestly, hey, we're getting near the end of the year. I would I would love to, uh, with with anybody's permission, obviously to email Sergio uh, and uh, sure. <laughs> share your yearly statements over the amount of times that out of the, the years that you've driven. So show us your 2023 statements, show us your 22, 21, 20, however long you've been driving. And so we can take a look at the numbers and see, okay, in 2021 and 2022, you averaged, you know, a certain amount per ride and all of that. We can figure out a lot more data just from that. So um, yeah, send your yearly statements uh, again, obviously, we won't be able to get 23 unless you decide to take the rest of the month off. Uh, and therefore, uh, but uh, once those yearly statements do become available, uh, if you'd like, send it to us. And then that way we can kind of see a little bit more because let's say everybody wants to hit, let's just say uh, a nice, easy example of $50,000 a year. You know, how many rides did it take you to get to $50,000 in 22 prior to or 21? You know, was it X amount of rides? Now look at it in 2023. You get to that same 50,000 rides. How many times were, or how much time were you on the platform versus those other years? That's what I would love to, to be able to see. Because that's, again, more information that everybody can see on a driver basis, a driver by driver basis. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you know... Um... Look, none of these things are scientific, but the community is saying something and, and hopefully it's not falling on deaf ears. Hopefully they're going to listen and hopefully they're going to do stuff about it. Because look, I mean, um, all the changes that are coming that have happened this year, lately especially, with the unjust deactivations, with uh, rider ID, with safety, all these things. Honestly, it's falling on deaf ears, Uber. Um, you know, people are not getting paid. And, and um, I've shared with you many, 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 many hundreds of screenshots. I cannot accept a trip that's $3, operate a vehicle and be profitable, Uber. I just can't. It doesn't make sense. Maybe to some of your drivers it does, but because there is also, you know, no incentives left because of all the millions and millions of driving. I get it. You don't have to put them out because people are driving anyway. I get all this, but 
when you send me an offer of $3, which was which is the same as 2015. In 2015, I was doing that $3 offer because number one, I had a 4X multiplier on it. And number two, I had a quest that was like 100 chips for $700. That's why I was taking those $3 offers. Fast forward to 2023. You're sending me the same $3 offer with no multiplier, okay, with no surge and with no quests. How do you expect me to just take that and just lay down and just accept a $3 offer, operate a vehicle with profits, and do what with it? What can I do with it? I can't even buy a pack of gum for three bucks. By the way, this is not an Uber situation. This is for both companies. And and it's it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make economic sense. As stupid as you guys may think the community is, we're not. I mean, we, you know, we can figure this thing out, right? This is the problem. The, the problem is you guys think, you know, just because people, you have enough people at the moment accepting these garbage offers, it's going to continue. It's not going to continue this way. But then, you know, at the moment, the, you know, desperation is desperation. People are accepting what they're accepting. But, you know, time will come that you will, you will, this will not work. I mean, it just doesn't work. It, economically, it doesn't work. Mentally, it doesn't work. Physically, financially, every which way. It just doesn't work, Uber. You know, fares have to get adjusted and fares have to get adjusted to inflation. Fares have to get adjusted properly. I cannot work accepting a $3 offer. I just can't. It's just I won't. Maybe there are some people that will, but I just refuse. I'd rather not drive. Ooh. All right. Well, we got quite a bit uh, to go, so let's move on. Let's talk about uh, this whole thing about how much you could potentially make. You get those emails every once in a while. Uh, when yeah. it comes to Uber saying, oh, did you know between the hours on Saturday or Friday and Saturday from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., you could average uh, $28 an hour or yeah. $26 an hour or yeah. $22 an hour. Do You notice a trend right there? It's going down and down and down. Yeah. So we have uh, another one. I I don't know about you, but I haven't received one of these in a little while. I've always no, seen no, it. I'm, you know what I'm now. getting now? I'm, I am getting in, but I'm not getting dollar numbers anymore. I'm. It, it just says it's busy between five Friday five p.m. and eleven p.m. Go out and drive. It's not giving me numbers. Mm. This is this is fresh. This is eleven six to eleven eleven from uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Um, okay, so chat, we have 430-some people, whatever it is. If it's the right number, wrong number, that's not the point. Please, please, please pay attention to this. I want these screenshots to be sent to me as soon as you get it. Please take a screenshot in your app and send it to me because I'm going to start collecting and making a spreadsheet out of these to see the trend. I have not seen a lower number in the country yet. This is $18. I asked Uber what if this was active hours. They said, no, it's online hours. If you guys see any number, Boston, Atlanta, D.C., Chicago, L.A., wherever you are, if you guys see this in your app, please immediately take a screenshot, send it to Sergio at therightshareguy.com. I want to start accumulating some data myself to see this because this is horrendous. $18 in Dallas-Fort Worth, which is a major city, and it says, by driving between 7 and 10 a.m., which is morning rush hour, which is peak time. If the earnings are only $18 per online hour and deduct the 5 to $7 per hour that it takes for an average car to operate, what are we doing here, people? It's $12. I mean, this is Uber's you know, stuff that they send drivers. They, they do this all the time. 
twelve dollars no i might as well just go flip burgers we don't need to do this and this is a peak time chris what do you think this would mm -hmm. be between let's say 10 a.m and 2 p.m uh, i would say here. please turn on uber eats uh or or the trip radar will pop up and say outside your preferences here's a here's an order yeah. i mean really <laughs> yeah I mean, I, mean I, I don't know what it would be in, in Dallas, though, or Fort Worth when it comes to different times of the day, but I'm assuming it's probably lower. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure it's lower. So anyway, SergioTheRideShareGuy.com. If you guys get this in your city, whatever city, just mention your city. Shoot this, take a screenshot and send it to me, please. I'm going to start collecting these. Let's see. Maybe there's a trend reversing higher, Chris. We can catch a trend going up. So I'd love to um, see a trend going up. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. You can make long. $20, $23 now. Oh, you today, this week, you can make $27. Oh, that, well, that's a nice little increase oh, there. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, man, you know, I, 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 we're gonna talk about Uber's blog next week. I mean, the, the child, pictures don't lie. They, you know, to them, give him, give him some credit, actually, which they did put the chart up there with per active hour earnings of median per active hour earnings of all drivers. And the trend has been down for the last nine quarters in a row, Chris. Nine. Mm -hmm. Right? So Len is not saying something that's just completely egregious. He said earnings are going down. I'm like, we all are saying earnings are going down. And Uber goes, yeah, earnings are going down. But what they're saying is that, oh, by the way, since 2017, earnings have gone up. I'm like, bro, 2017 to 2023, inflation has gone up. You know, God knows what, you know, on the drivers. So... You know, we'll talk about that next week. I'm just saying that 19, 18 is as low as I've seen it in a major city like Dallas. I had another one. I think it was from Austin that I sent you. I think it was the same, right? It was $18 as well. Uh, um, I didn't see anything from Austin. Yeah, I, mean, look, no, I, mean, I, I had another one from Austin. It was $18, $18 bro. I mean, take the expenses out. What are we looking at here? Oh, you, yeah, and that's the thing. McDonald's is offering, you know, $17, $18 an hour. And you yeah. don't even have to use your car. I mean, the most you have to drive is to and from the location that you're working at in your house. Yeah. So you're saving a lot more there. And I mean, yeah, you could say, oh, well, uh, you know, I get all these tax breaks because of per mile and all that deductions. Yeah. And uh, MNTX. I, I mean, just been, look at this one, Chris. <laughs> what? I guess you went a dollar lower. No, not that one. 17 an hour. Ooh. Ooh, now seventeen. Oh, we'll just drop another. There you go. I mean, it may, and also we have to look. By the way, apples to apples, it has to be the same um, time slot, right? So if this is seven to ten a.m. and your seventeen is maybe ten a.m. to two p.m., then it's a different. But I'm going to create a you know database. Um, same hours. Let's see where the trends are going. You know, and send it to me. I don't be, hesitate. Please send it to me. Whatever you see, click screenshot. Sergio at the right there you go. For the people who are asking, what's the email? Sergio at the right. Sergio, <laughs> you guys don't know my email by now. <laughs> anyway, so that's I where know. we are. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the tip shaving. We've talked about this, you know, quite a bit. We've talked about many different shavings. And of course, with your help, everybody watching, sending screenshots to Sergio, uh, we were able to see the tip shaving that was going on. It was an issue with when the driver was being tipped, uh, it would go away. And uh, uh, what happened there, Serge? So, <laughs> all right, this one I gotta give Uber credit. Okay, stop hating. Um, all right, our working relationship. First, I have to say hi to A. You know who you are. Um, much appreciated. Um, 
I know you're not feeling well, but hopefully you'll feel better soon. Um, so um, I package, send it, and then uh, they look at it. They go, oh, shit, is this really happening? Like, I'm like, yeah, you guys, I'm a $125 billion company. You guys shouldn't be asking me what's going wrong. Um, because you certainly catch your glitches really quick, like they did last week within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. so, you know, but let's, let's not get negative, Chris. This is a positive thing. Dear Chris, yep. you were underpaid for certain trips taken in Boston between 8-1-2023 and 10-31. I mean, that's a, what is that, three months that's almost? three months right there. That's yeah, one full quarter Boom. that you guys are screwing up, and yet you found your mistake in four hours? Yeah. Holy well, shit. Not, hey, 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 let's stay positive. Hold on. Hold on. 8 uh, 1 sure. to 31. <laughs> Three months due to technical issues on our end. To correct this error, we have added a miscellaneous payment to your account. Okay, how many people are getting this in Boston to start with or in Massachusetts? I know some people are getting this in Dallas. I know that already. So email me these positive things too. We just don't talk about, look, oh, over, over, just blah, 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 over the big bad wolf. No, look. They are working. They are looking into things. And when we notify them that, hey, what's up with this thing? Man, they, they look into it and they catch it and they're making drivers whole. So in that sense, I feel pride that we are making a difference and we are getting drivers paid. And again, thanks, A, much appreciated. And here you go. So let me know on this one too, please. Um, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Um, send me the email saying, look, I got hundred bucks. I got 500 bucks. I got 300 bucks. Okay. Not all is bad, but it shouldn't come to some useless. Oh, thank you, Thorsten. Thank you much. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for that. Um, it shouldn't come to us to, for a $125 billion company to listen to some guy <laughs> in LA saying, oh, by the way, they have, there's another glitch. I'm like, no, you know, you guys should catch this on your own. But, hey, I'm happy to work and for the community and listen to the community and transfer the news to you, and you fix it. Thank you. Much appreciated. There you go. Yep. So that's definitely some good news. <laughs> yeah, people um, got money. Then, right, right before Christmas, people got some cash. And then let's, let's talk about a, a little bit different of news. I, I don't know if this is good or bad yet. Uh, but it's definitely something new. Dr. C, appreciate the super chat. Thank you. Uh, some we, uh, man, you're, you're at the right place. Yeah, we talked we, about that yeah. actually. We've lot. talked about that a couple of times. We had Gabon who was deactivated because of a fake account that was using his account. Um, and, you know, there, there were a lot of issues. He got reactivated. We talked about that last week or two weeks ago, I think. And then, um, yeah, it, it, we're definitely keeping an eye on that and mentioning we're collecting it. So a lot of that. Sure on that. Be, uh, we'll probably yeah. be compiling a little bit more as we go on. Yeah. All right. But let's go back to uh, something that may not be good news, may not be bad news. It's kind of like a little bit in the middle of the road right now. But Uber now has something called business comfort. It was in my app. I haven't done one yet. It's supposed to pay better. If anybody has done a trip, if it's how much better is this than regular comfort? I don't know. Is this another way of charging the passenger more? Like, let's say, pick up at airports, business people. I'm sure they're going to gear this towards people with business accounts. You know how corporate accounts, Uber has business accounts, obviously, right? And uh, are they going to, I mean, my car is available to do these trips, supposedly, because it was my app. Um, but I got it from a couple other drivers around the country. Have you done a business uh, comfort trip? And 
is it paying better let me know um i haven't done one so i don't know uh to compare it to what but it seems like a decent idea although i have not seen it in my app in my preferences i'm pretty sure they're gonna combine this with uber x uber x shared uber comfort and now uber business comfort probably will be under one um tag i'm, I'm assuming so let me know yeah. um there's something that showed up new do you have this oh no no <laughs> we don't get we don't the only thing we have yeah, is yeah. uber x xl comfort and that's it like yeah. okay. <laughs> really that's right. it. so this is new so business there, there's no black there's no there's not no premium uh beyond that so it's well, very it's gonna pay more you know it may pay more i don't know i haven't done a trip so i don't know yeah. i mean honestly uh, i could see business comfort being something that could come to, to our market because it's probably just on par with business or with comfort i'm sure yeah. it's probably if not yeah. the exact same thing or just the exact same thing with a different name um okay. it, and they're just trying to market it to businesses uh but we do have a lot of people oh, who are okay. uh, businesses that come into town and you know have big meetings and stuff like that so it is a real possibility it could potentially come here okay somebody did a trip it says sometimes it's better sometimes not just like everything else okay <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay yeah i mean I, I would probably assume that would be be pretty much the case so okay all right but that's my um, opinion so yeah. yeah keep us posted on if you guys have it in your market what you guys are seeing are you seeing Jeff? Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, yep, same to you. Yeah, if, if uh, we were going to say, um, you know, let us know what you're seeing when it compares to normal comfort and then also what it compares to like X or um, you know, any premium ride service that you may be able to be eligible for. Yep. So the next one, <clears throat> you know what? I feel so bad for these two drivers. They sent me emails last two days um are we talking about the uber 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 tesla thing right yeah yeah but before uh, we do that oh before we okay. do that we are going after this segment we are going to be doing our cash or trash game uh okay. so if you'd like to come on and take part of cash or trash uh we're going to take three people uh basically uh how we're going to do it we're going to let you come on uh if there's an echo or if there's any issues that can't be fixed or or something uh, we're gonna have to boot you and let the next person on if we don't have three people to fill it up it's going to be one two whatever it might be um but we're going to put the link in just a moment and if you haven't known what the game is basically we show you a few different ride requests that come in uh for the 10 seconds that you are able to see it as if you had the uber app open and we're running and then you got to tell us would you take it would you not cash or trash and then the reasons why. So if you're interested in doing that and taking part in this, uh, make sure then you click the link right here that has just been posted and you could do that. We're gonna do our, our next segment first and then we will get into that. So we just wanna let people know before so anybody who wants to come on and do that. And again, if there's any technical audio issues or you know things that cannot be solved very quickly, sorry, we're gonna have to boot you. Yep. All right. So. Let's move on. And Sergio, I'm going to have you explain this. I have to go to the bathroom real quick. So I'm going to oh, take a okay. second. Um, I've been drinking a lot of water the last couple of days. Well, the last yeah, couple of weeks, actually. So I'm really trying to trying to be healthy. Um, so what's up? It's the first. 
Yeah, I know, right? Normally it's no problem, but normally like, after the, normally after this show, we're like, all right, fuck, we gotta go. <laughs> but uh, no, I gotta go to the bathroom. If you want to explain this real quick, uh, I already did yeah. an explanation on the yeah, channel you did, you did, uh, on this video, uh, and then I'll come back to my thoughts on it. But yeah, all right, all right. So um, uh, Uber did a deal with Tesla. Uh, depending on your tier you can get up to three thousand dollars off on the purchase of a tesla on the uber marketplace though so unfortunately i got two or three emails yesterday and today saying that i just bought a tesla i did not know about this can i send it back and then do it with this deal i'm going like uh, i doubt it i doubt tesla will take the car back after you bought the damn thing so Uber and uh, Tesla did a deal. So if you're gold, blue or gold, you get a thousand dollars off of your purchase if you did it in the um, Uber marketplace. If you're platinum, you get two thousand dollars, but then you also have to do hundred trips until um, um, I think it's January twenty, January fourteenth of twenty twenty three, or February fourteenth of twenty twenty three. The screenshots are too slow. I can see it, but on the next screenshot, we'll tell you guys. Uh, or if you're a diamond, you get $3,000. Look, you have the $7,500 credit until the end of the year. You have probably in your state, in California, we, do, we have a $2,500 first-time EV buyer credit. That's not credit. It's cash back, actually. And this $3,000 would help if you guys are thinking of buying a Tesla to do Uber. This is for Model 3 and Model Y. Unfortunately, those two or three drivers that I got emails from, which I feel horrible about, is that they could not take advantage of this because they did not know about the deal. And uh, they turned the app on and they saw it. And then now um, they go, dang, I wish I had known about this. Well, they didn't. Um, the idea behind this is, I guess, for more people to drive Teslas. And uh, when you know, I'm I'm kind of don't know. I don't. I okay. Well, let's let's do, ask the chat. Would you guys buy a new Tesla to do Uber and Lyft? Would you? Let's put one for yes, two for no. How what about that? Question? Would you buy a Tesla, new Tesla to buy, um, buy a new Tesla to do Uber and Lyft? One yes, two no. Let's see <laughs> what they say. But uh, next screenshot. Uh, if, if the price is right. And Ooh. I knew yeah. that that four thousand dollar guarantee or whatever was going to continue on. And if the numbers, yeah. if, if Lyft extended deal. their oh, yeah. um, par uh, EV partnership to the one hundred, what it, what is it, fifty rides for one hundred fifty dollars or something a week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if yeah. they extended all that and the numbers worked out, yeah, it's a fair possibility. Yeah. But in no, reality, this is, a, this is a good deal. I, I sent you two more screenshots about that dollar credit EV credit thing. Um, yep. And um, yeah, this is ending, Chris, in December, January 1, 2024. As any of you, again, send me screenshots. You guys are my eyes and ears. This is from my app. Um, it looks like it's ending January 1, 2024, the dollar EV credit um, for EV promo. Uh, if that ends, I don't know how Uber is going to accomplish to go all, all electric by, what is it, 2030? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, it won't happen. It will not happen. I, I don't know, man. Um, this is from my app again. If if you guys see something new, immediately please send it to me, Sergio at the right yep. And um, I mean, yeah, honestly, I, the, the only way that I would switch to an EV 
is if they offered enough incentives to make it worth it. And that's beyond um, going beyond like, let's just say a comparable cost to a gas powered vehicle, like okay. let's say a Corolla or something. Um, yeah. Let's say it's got to go beyond that. So you have to have something that's actually going to really entice me to be able to. And then I want guarantees. I don't want something where I'm looking at this and saying, oh, uh, we have four hours to go into the first of the year, which thankfully you'll be able to at least yeah. take advantage of that if you are driving on New Year's Eve, New Year's morning, um, which will be hopefully pretty busy. And I yeah. say that because, you know, it, it might not be. Last year was actually pretty poor. Um, you know, we, we had a great Halloween, but we had a really bad, uh, Thanksgiving around yep. time. So who knows what's going to happen, uh, when it comes down to it, but yeah, not knowing that without the guarantees, there, there'd be no way. I mean, I want a guarantee that says the entire duration of the time that I have that vehicle on the platform that I am entitled to that particular, uh, bonus or incentive, because that's going to help me know and solidify if I'm going to do something like that. Because yeah, yeah. if I'm giving 4,000 rides or getting $4,000 for that, when it comes down to it, you know, that's a lot of money that can go towards the cost of the vehicle a yeah. year over year basis. Same no, thing does, yeah. you're able to do with it with Lyft, $150 a month or, or whatever. I, I don't even know what it is because it's only in California. I forget what it is. Uh, but if you're getting that, or no, I'm sorry. It's I think $150 a week, correct? Um, yeah. And well, Lyft, is, Lyft is 50 trips for 150. Yeah. Yeah, and that's per week. So, I mean, yeah. you're looking at a few hundred dollars right there uh, on top of it. So, yeah, if you're doing that and able to get that, I mean, that helps. I mean, the costs of these cars are coming down too. Uh, so, well, I mean, Lyft, the I think is Lyft's deal is better than the Uber's deal, right? I mean, look, Uber, oh, yeah. I mean, look, if you do the Lyft 50 trips, which is easily done a week, and then if you do 50 Uber trips, let's say, right, that's 50 bucks, that's 200 a month there. That's 150 times four, it's 600 a month there. That's 800 bucks a month, bro. That's the payment of the car, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think uh, you guys need to pay attention to this. But uh, so please, if you're going to do it in the app, go to the Uber marketplace and use that to buy your Tesla to get the three grand off the, or two grand or one, depending on your level. But at, even at the blue level, you get a thousand dollars off. A thousand is a thousand. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, uh, like I said in the video, I think it's a win, win, win. I mean, it's good I for Uber because so. they're trying to get people onto the being ev uh it's good for tesla because they're trying to you know increase their sales by the end of the year and it's yeah. good for drivers because if you're thinking about because uh, thinking about getting an ev you know this could actually sway you in getting that if you could get one or two two or three thousand i mean i would like to see it continue on uh down the road so then that way you know i don't hit platinum i don't hit diamond i have yeah. no interest in uber pro and yeah. this incentive, if I was actually thinking about a new car or needing a new car, um, like maybe Joe, you know, yeah. this might be something that could potentially sway your opinion on what you would get. Maybe, and yeah. also yeah. if you would go on Uber Pro for the for the quarter um, to try to get to diamond or platinum status so you can increase that. I yeah. mean, well, letting I you know, having two weeks, that's impossible. So well, I, I, I think I think you got. Do you think they did this in exchange for maybe they're going to end the EV credit? You think is that, is that why they're doing this? Or I don't know. I think, it, no, I think it's more of a partnership between Tesla. Okay. So they're, they're okay. going to, I think they, they want to continue having more cars being sold. And this is a great way for them to push it because they're looking at how many cars, 
or how many drivers are out there and then who's going through the most cars right yeah. drivers okay. so yeah. i mean to me i think it's it's smart and then not only that i mean you look at the cost of a model 3 or a model y they're coming down over the last couple of months they came yeah, down yeah. a substantial amount from earlier this year to, to yep. today so yeah. you know an extra one thousand to three thousand dollars I mean, it's probably just well, being built in their their whole, whole over overall scheme. Yeah, I mean, if you do that, if you get that, if you're diamond, you get the three off in California. You have seventy five hundred, uh, you know, and then at the start of the year, by the way, from what I read, um, don't quote me on it, but um, the seventy five hundred tax credit is going to be halved on the Model Three and Model Y starting mm -hmm. 2024 as opposed to that um so this is part of the thing that you guys see in the app you have to use right there it says on the right hand screenshot we don't, we don't have to go too far into it but use the tesla for drivers on uber link you got to click that to we take advantage of this one two or three thousand dollar um um cash back or uh, or discount on the on the, on the car um take delivery of an eligible tesla by 30 you know uh december 31 which is makes sense to tesla as well so they can push more cars out register the eligible purchase by adding the vehicle details to their to your driver profile if you're going to do this with the vin number and complete 100 trips with the eligible purchase on uber platform before february 15th i was right okay so you have a month and a half to do 100 you know that's the easiest part number four is the easiest part number three is easy number three two is easy obviously they have cars on their platforms because they can offer these um you know the number one is you got to buy it that's it um i mean with the 7500 and if you're platinum three grand and the state 12.5 you can get a model three crisp like an average model three not the long range probably for under 30k which is for a tesla i think it's pretty pretty damn crazy you know mm -hmm. yep yeah. so i mean so, if you if you're adding those incentives all together it could be potentially worth it it just, yeah, you I just got to so. crunch the numbers and you, you got to figure out real quick if that's something that you want. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely something that you got to got to take advantage of because yeah. we're in it's December 19th today and December 31st is only 14 days away. So, yep. yep. All right. All right. Ready for cash or trash? Yes. So we have three drivers. Uh, Tammy, how you doing? Hey, Tammy. Hello. How are you? All right. And then we have John. How you doing, John? How you doing? Hey there, yes, there John. How are you? Hey, Santa Claus is here. <laughs> you muted yourself, John. Uh, and then and we also have we Jeff. Well. He's driving, so. <laughs> He's driving. We're He's gonna, driving. Maybe you might want to pull over if you're going to look at the uh, this the phone screen. We want you to be safe. I know. Okay, and, probably, and, uh, uh, unmute yourselves. <laughs> yep. Um, All right. I'm unmuted and I'm pulled over now. How okay, John, you? you're muted. You, you need All to right. unmute yourself. Yes, you're okay. No feedback. All right, Tammy, what city are you from? Well, I know you emailed me before, I'm pretty sure. Um, but tell our audience what city, how many years, how many trips? Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, three thousand on Uber, three thousand on Lyft, and two and a half years. Okay, pretty good. Are you are you full time? Yeah, it sounds like you. Yeah. Are. Okay. Uh, how about you, Jeffrey? Uh, Orange County, California. Yes. 
I have messaged you a few times, shared some screenshots. Uh, yep. I um. 1400 on Uber. I'm probably 3000 on Lyft. Uh, you on and off. Cool. Doing cool. it full time. And you, John? Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. 1,700 uh, rides on Uber. On Lyft. Oh, you're fairly new then, I'm assuming. All right, so um, you guys know the rules. We're going to show you a screenshot of a trip. You're going to say cash or trash, and you're going to give us your reason, and the audience is going to vote. We have nothing to do with it. You guys will win 25 bucks. How about that? Ready to go? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. And then we'll go in order, too, of uh, we'll go Tammy, Jeff, and John. So when you give your answers, uh, we'll go in order that way. All right. All right, so you guys ready? We got 10 seconds for the first one. All right. So what is your thoughts on that one, Tammy? Cash or trash and why? I didn't see what the driver rating was. But the rider, should we, should we let her know? Should we let yeah, it know? Yeah, yeah, we should let her. Okay, 4.92. Cash. Cash. Why? Okay. Uh, 49 minutes. It's, I mean, it, it's doable. It's going to weigh out. Okay. For me. For me. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, how about you, Jeffrey? Uh, it's cash. Uh, first cash. thing I look time okay. uh, to destination to pick up. Cash. Cool. Okay. How about you, John? Cash. All cash. I like it. Okay. And what's your reason, John? That's good money. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think uh, I would take that too. Uh, what was it? Forty what? Forty nine dollars? I didn't uh, even. I don't even. Yeah, 50 bucks was, almost. Yeah, I don't even look at the dollar guys right away. Don't look at the big numbers, dollar numbers. Just look at the you know, time to pick up, time to drop off, miles to pick up, miles to drop off first before you look at the big number. That's why you guys should do. But okay, so it's all cash on the first one. How about the second one? All right, give me one second. All right, yeah, next one this week. <laughs> this is a good one. I mean, not in a good one that I would do or not do it. I'm not trying to influence anything. <laughs> and because it's lift, it's 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Abby, right, what would you Abby. do? Cash or trash on that one? It's cash. cash. Okay, and how come? How come? It yep. again, looking at my situation, the money, the car, the size, the time. It's it's cash. Okay. I wish I could get offers like that in Dallas Fort Worth. <laughs> well, we just showed you know somebody. You know what? Next time you get that thing, the warnings. Oh, drive between seven and ten a.m. You make eighteen dollars or whatever. Please send me those. Sergio at the right guy.com because I'm gonna try. Like this is ridiculous. Eighteen bucks an hour. I mean, what what are we doing here? <laughs> we shouldn't be doing this um jeffrey how about you definitely cash uh it's definitely better cash. 
a uh, dollar a minute and uh, about a dollar and a half a mile. Yeah, hundred percent. And how about you, John? Cash. Cash. The mileage Same reason. Mileage. Yeah. Cash. Yep. Cash. So we got. See, we we don't want to tell trash. There are good trips if you guys cherry pick, man. You got to be patient. There are these trips. Have both apps fired up. There are these trips. Stop saying trash all day long. Be on that one. Truth. Huh? All right, we got two more rides. So one more. Let's do okay. Let's do the big one. I sent you a big one. Let's do that big one. That's a good okay. one. Okay. All right, hold on. Let's just do three yeah. from now on. Four is too much. All right, so all stop right, this one. <laughs> all right. Is it an Uber one? Yep, it's Uber, so it's 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 seconds. Uh-huh. Uber green. And because you guys, other than um, Jeffrey knows, does not know, this is going to the airport. Drop off at the airport, so consider that in your enter. All right. All right cash or trash? Emmy. I'm trashing that one. You're trashing that one? Yeah. Okay, 45 minutes for 25 bucks, not good enough? It, I'm thinking about the wait time because at the airports, you can't always get out right away. <laughs> and I don't want to sit in there and lose time and lose money. Good answer. Good answer. How about you, Jeffrey? Yeah, 100% echo what Tammy said. I, I mean, I wouldn't take it normally, uh, the time uh, versus the pay. Um, sometimes... Lately, I've seen 200-plus drive queue, and not worth it. Yep. Okay. How about you, John? Cash. I look Cash. at mileage. All right. Cash. Okay. Uh, all right. So, um, did the did so you just looked at the miles and the time, or just the time and the and the price? Both the miles and the time. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I'm personally speaking, I probably would take it just because it's a drop off. And if I was higher tiers, um, most likely I'll be rematched out of LAX, but you know, uh, I, I don't know. So, uh, okay. So that's our game. So our poll is open. We got to vote for the winner for 25 bucks. Let's see who's going to win the 25 bucks and who's going to win it. I don't know, but let's uh, let's give them uh, each something that we can, uh, I don't know, extend it so we get the. Okay, the we're going. Okay, Tammy, um, Tammy, uh, are you going to keep driving? What did you think about our? Uh, what did you think about the professor who wrote the article? Did you read the article? I haven't been able to read it yet, but I did, you know, enjoy everything that he said. I feel like he's right on target. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have you? I mean, you've been driving for a while. Have you seen the similar trend that the fares are less and less? I mean, you're earning less. Are you earning less or are you earning more than, let's say, when you first started? Uh, definitely less. Okay. That's that's why I incorporated and I now have four states on my lift because I drive in Kansas and Missouri when I'm up there. Okay. Okay. How about you, Jeffrey? What did you think of uh, the article? If you read the article and. Uh, the conclusions that he came up with. I, I didn't, uh, haven't seen the article. Uh, All the stuff you've already saying, I, I knew. I've been watching, I've been trending, I have reports. So, uh, we're down to about 20 bucks now. 
Okay. How about you, John? Um, uh oh. I've read the article and I agree 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100
What do you guys no. think? Should we should we do should we do uh, uh should we help Uber's YouTube channel? Should we? Because <laughs> I go like I got this and I'm going like they're competing with us now. That's bullshit. Uber, come on now. And uh <laughs> and he goes, How are we doing on our YouTube channel? Hi Sergio. Earlier this year we launched a brand new YouTube channel called Earning with Uber. Okay, let me tell you something. I do behind the wheel interviews, we put them up. We do great with him, okay? We've been doing it for six months. You guys do behind the wheel. I just can't watch Copy. more than five minutes of that thing. It's not, it's just not happening. Copy. Yeah, because it's yeah. like an Uber cheerleader who's talking and it's like, listen, it's not real. We all can see through it. Yeah. So, okay. If you, you, driver. Yeah. you put out the good and the bad, you got to put out the bad too. It's got to be a true topic conversation because the reality of it is, you know, if you're just putting it out as a fluff, no, yeah. everybody's going to see right through it, especially with where dissatisfaction is currently. It's at an yeah, all-time high. I agree. And I mean, yeah. if you're going to do something like that, you got to have the bad in there. And then not only that, you got to take the bad. You have to kind of internalize it, figure out how you can make that better. That's the only way it's I going agree. to be successful. There's your YouTube, new new YouTube manager, Uber, right above me, Chris Garashi, right there, right there. He's He's the master here. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of money to get him over there. But, hey, you know what? Um, no. So the, um, do, you have, do you guys know about this channel? I, I, I visit it once in a while. I'm not subscribed. I apologize. I am not subscribed. But uh, I, I will think about that. Um, the question is, how so many, it, wait, how many people in chat have blocked the channel? <laughs> no, you know what, though? One thing. Hold on. One thing to their credit. The chat, the, the comments are open. You know, every time Uber used to put out a video, the comments would be closed. Yeah. Comments are open, bro. You can go put all the shit there you want. <laughs> so I'm, well, I'm, no. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm like, okay. That's good. Um, but the, they're, I will start going. The only problem is they won't get discoverability because they're not doing it properly. But eh. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they sent me a survey, which I, 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 uh, I finished the survey. I, I put a couple of questions about the survey and, uh, I gave him two stars. Was I generous? I, you know, I would probably have to say, have you been there? Yeah. Have you ever been there? I've yeah. been there to laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been there to laugh. Oh, no, come on, man. This is a no, when it was, basically, basically when when they first launched their behind the wheel, which was a direct copy of what we've Come been on, doing buddy. here on the rideshare guy. Um, that was the only time I really you went got, there. Other than you that, take, no, you I gotta take your competitors seriously. Come on, now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Anyway, so I gave him two stars. Okay, because I don't think the behind the wheel interviews are that good. Okay, Uber. Um, I don't know who the person is that's interviewing. Um, I, don't, I don't think she's a good interviewer. I apologize, whoever she is, but I'm I'm just being honest here, okay? Um, and uh, guests are all like, uh, oh, I love this. <laughs> I don't know. Are they all Uber crew members or what's happening there? I'm not sure. I think, so. I, I think that's um, part of the requirement of Uber crew. Did you read the fine print in detail? You must submit for a behind-the-wheel interview on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Uber crew had a chance with me this year. You guys didn't want me. I would have livened that place up. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys missed it. So next year, 
you have to ask me to join the overcrowd. I know. I will. So anyway, hey, who knows? Might I'll go check it out. I mean, they might be. Yeah, they have 36,000 <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> that's what they have 36,000. Yeah, that's what uh, somebody just commented. 36,000 subscribers, the whole thing. Holy yeah. crap! Well, bro. it's, yeah, it's right. not, when, when we get, it's when not we get an, an hourly, channel. then we can talk about it. Uber, <laughs> here's the thing it's not the Uber channel, so the Uber channel has, has a lot more, but uh, earning with Uber, uh, yeah, that's that's the oh, newer another channel. Uber channel? So, there, there's a separate Uber channel. Yeah, they have their normal Uber. How many subs? How many subs on that one? Oh, hold on, give me a second. I didn't even know. <laughs> this is how much I care. I didn't even know. <laughs> they have eight hundred eighty-one thousand subscribers on their on the main Uber channel? channel. Yep. Oh shit! I gotta go check that one but, out. But here's so here's the thing. I'm looking at their videos. Their their latest video six days ago. Uber Talent L Premier Talent Show. Oh, it's Spanish. Um, got 1.4 thousand. The one before that, Life Inside Uber Amsterdam, 1.4 thousand. Come on, guys, this is. Wait this a minute! Is, wait a minute! How's that possible oh with 880 thousand subscribers? They bought their subscribers. Typical Uber. Mm. No, they probably didn't. I mean, if if I go to a popular, they probably have some. There's one that's 90 million, um, 18 million, 15 million. They're all oh. Spanish. Well. We should do some Spanish content, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely have some. And these, I mean, these are all years ago, three years ago, eight months ago, one year ago, three years ago. Oh, so, I mean, they that doesn't mean anything. No, the new channel no, is the one all... we pay attention to. But here's the thing. A lot of those are going to be ads. Okay. So um, that's uh... the difference. So they got the ads. That's the Uber the new channel is the one we pay attention to called Earning with Uber. That's 36,000 right subs. 36,000 okay, subscribers. Okay. Oops. When you get to our league, Uber, we can talk about it. <laughs> Until then, see you later. <laughs> 1,000 uh, views six days ago. What do you say? What do you say, by the way? What did you say about the behind the wheel thing? Remember what you said? Often what? what? Often what? <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. That's right. Take that, Uber, Staying. right there. Yeah. Often <laughs> imitated, never duplicated. 104 uh, videos, 36,000 subs. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and most, and you know what? Most of those were probably pandering to the app. Hey, did you know that we have a YouTube channel? Come hang out with us. You'll get a $5 bonus. No, you won't. Yeah, Just kidding. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sergio, okay, that's a good question, bro. Hold on a second. Sergio, isn't upfront offers a dictated wage? That's like Cuba, you mean dictatorship? I don't know. I don't think so. You can you can always say decline garbage. <laughs> you can always decline. Uh, <laughs> Levi, Levi is the best. <laughs> no, it, it was it was uh, mid-size, Levi, not small. <laughs> no, that would still yeah. be small. That'd still be small. Uh, well, in our yeah, world, a small, you know. a small channel is probably until about a hundred thousand. Right. I'm talking about YouTube in general. Once you hit about a hundred thousand, right, right, right. we're gonna leave that comment up for the next rest of the show, right there. <laughs> Eleven eighty nine, Paris. I'll see you in Paris. Oh, by the way, That's next week right we will there. be on the Earning with Hoover channel here live on Show Me the Money. <laughs> no. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everybody has a price. <laughs> we'll just transfer. 
We just transferred the whole thing to <laughs> Uber channel, Uber, 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 Luber, not, not Uber, Luber, sorry, Uber YouTube channel. <laughs> Uber, Luber, that, Uber, that's Luber. like, what the F, bro? bro, where's my head? <laughs> my head is gone. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, whatever. You're already, you're already in the, uh, the Christmas Eve uh, mentality. <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, I don't know about that. This one, I'm not touching. Am I, should I be touching? I mean, I can touch it. I don't care. Can we have a preference to get an English-speaking driver? Are you a passenger, um, sir? Uh, I, I, I think that's pretty bad. I mean, I, I don't think you can uh, request a... Uh... <laughs> no, I think, the, I think the only one they have is Uber Espanol. So you can request a yeah, Spanish-speaking yeah. driver. And that's only in certain markets. Yeah, that's I agree. Um, no, uh, I don't think you can. Um, and I don't think that would be cool. Uh, equal include equal uh, opportunity here come on now yep. um, well, not, but, only that, um, not only that i mean both apple and uh all these different phones you can have a conversation with people who can't speak your language thank you vincent you know that may not be a bad idea uber french uber english uber uber espanol uber chinese uber korean that may not be a bad idea actually bro well i'm saying we have, if to, you talk order, about this, uber. We have to talk about this I just hadn't. Well, you know, I, the thing is, I'm going to go back to what you just said equal opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You're an independent contractor, so it's equal opportunity. You can't, okay, uh, you can't really fine. do that unless you were an employee. Um, oh, but yeah. on the flip side, if your yeah. driver does not speak your native language, yeah. your phone can translate between the two of you. So you can do that. I mean, I've had yeah. plenty of people that don't speak English come into my car. And yeah. this is before these apps were able to come onto the phone, but I was using yeah. Google Translate. So we could still speak. We would just have to text, um, you know, to figure okay. certain things out. So right. there are certain things that you can potentially do to kind of overcome things like that. Yeah, uh, that they have driving style, uh, not women only, but women driver, female drivers for female passengers. Lyft has that, and we put that up last week. Uber, I think sneakily Uber, sneaky, sneaky. You guys didn't tell me about that. Looks like you guys are working on it in California anyway. Um, so there you go. Um, what else? All right. Well, let's go on to one of my favorite topics, and that is the crumbling cruise saga that's been going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when when was it that we had uh, Alex Kantrobitz on? Uh, a couple months ago. Not even. Not even. Yeah, it was a couple months ago at this point. A couple months ago already? Uh, time is flying. Yep. So Probably so Alex Kantrowitz, amazing CNBC journalist, he was on. And he was talking about Kyle Vogt, who, is the, who was, was, keyword, was the CEO of Cruise, who went to his show because he wouldn't come on our show because he don't like us. He, mm. <laughs> he, told, uh, he told Alex that they're going to grow 10x, 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 10x. We're going to take the jobs of every rideshare driver. Guess what? Within two weeks... Please. He's gone. Well, and... hold, on, hold on. Within two weeks, they got pulled from California. Then yeah, right after yeah. that, they had to pull all of their cars off. And yeah. then about a month after that, vote was out. And yeah. now they're laying off 900 employees or 24%. Poor employees. You know, I feel bad for the employees because they followed this guy's BS saying, oh, 10X, 10X, 10X. We're going to be everywhere. And then they went and ran over this lady. You know what I mean? And then that was the end of that. Hey, uh, actually, GM, whoever, I don't know who the new CEO is of Cruise. Do you guys have one? 
Uh, if you don't have, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sending my resume. I'm not, I wouldn't take that job because that's going <laughs> to replace every one of our audience. So that's bullshit. But besides that, whoever the new CEO is, I would peace, peace. Come, I come up with peace. Would you, you know, come on our show and talk about this? Um, you know, I think it would be an oh, awesome interview. I think, I think uh, we do. It's called ChatGBT. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that, that's the new CEO. <laughs> oh, the new Uber CEO is the ChatGPT is going to run cruise. I don't know. Yeah, that's that. the new CEO. I don't. Okay. I don't know if they named anybody yet, so I'm not sure. I haven't I heard anything. I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of lost interest in cruise now after all the shenanigans. They all supposedly, yeah. you know, there were also nine executives who were also let go, of Chris, because they were all falsifying bullshit right there. It says in the middle screenshot. The layoffs, which primarily affected commercial operations and related corporate functions, are the latest turmoil for the robo-taxi startup and come on one day after Cruz dismissed nine key leaders for the company's response on October 2 accident, in which a pedestrian was dragged 20 feet by a Cruz self-driving car after being struck by another vehicle. So they were covering the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and the captain jumped off the ship first. <laughs> mm. He jumped off first, and then these fools got stuck in the in the tornado. Um, yeah, so much for that, huh? Ten x. So 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 Kyle Volk plus these nine is ten. So that's ten x right there. <laughs> yeah, plus the unfortunate nine hundred other coders who yeah, are bad. now right before Christmas. Uh, that's bullshit. Bullshit. And they're that's probably bullshit. now Uber drivers. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, or actually, more, they more probably got Waymo. <laughs> More oversaturation. No, they're probably Waymo. What's up? Yeah. That's a more Actually, that, that's, that's one that we got to keep our eye on because they're kind of skating under our radar right now. There, there hasn't yeah. been anything for or against them, even though Waymo is probably at the same level as Cruise. They've had Next some issues. Week, hey, too. hold on. I have a screenshot from a person Ooh. in San Francisco who took a Waymo trip. 0 0.5 miles and three minutes. I have the receipt that what they paid. $17.42. Okay. Higher? We're going to show it next week. Yeah. Damn. For a half a mile Ooh. trip, bro. <laughs> if they're going to be that expensive, we don't have to worry about it, people. <laughs> because we will do that trip for three bucks. <laughs> so no problem. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Another reason to watch Show Me the Money Club next week. <laughs> All right. Well. Let's 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 look at our next uh, little funny. This here. one made me shit my pants. <laughs> you have well, to you have to pay really close attention. This is a delivery trip. This is an Uber Eats delivery. Okay. Um, estimated arrival seven twenty five. You're up first with priority. Nicholas, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, Nicholas, um, do you see the car? Yep. <laughs> nice car. It's a nice car, Chevy Corvette, for Uber Eats. <laughs> why? Why would you be doing? Because that his, his ass is Chevy. broke. That's why. <laughs> it's probably because he spent all of his money trying his to get a broke, Corvette. Bro. He's driving a vet and doing Uber Eats in fucking Chicago. His ass is broke. He's trying to make the car payment, the twelve hundred dollar yeah. Corvette payment, and I'm like. <laughs> I, I thought this was hilarious. And his driver rating is what? 80, 85%? That's not that good, sir. Yeah. Nicholas. Yes. But, but do you see what do you see what what's next to his name above the car? Uh stop STP bots. 
stop bots. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if it's the stop bot accounts on uh, Uber Eats or DoorDash oh. or anything like that. Oh, so you mean this doesn't exist? Well, it was sent to me by a viewer in Chicago. Actually, this was oh, his order. His he he ordered pizza and then he he was waiting. Yeah, no, he goes, look I what mean, kind of car this guy's driving. I'm going like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't get a ride in that thing. You can't give rides either. Oh, that's I mean, true. That's yours. a two-seater. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Not for Uber Eats. What the f? Driving style. Exactly. <laughs> this guy's doing Uber Eats in a Corvette. How economic is that? Shit. Nice, nice orange looking whatever. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. And then um, um, the next one is um, every week Uber one for each. One for each Uber until this ends and Lyft. You guys watching? Okay, Chris, Lyft is on the right today. Okay. The, there's not even a name now? You can fucking open an account on Lyft without an absolute nothing now? With just a, What is that? What is that sign? Is that like some sort of evil shit? And what is well, you is know, it, that that's the whole thing. Maybe, maybe the per customer put in the dash for their name. So then instead of saying, oh, dash? you can't put a name. You have to. You put a dash. What the f, Lyft? Seriously. And then same thing with Uber. No name given. Yeah. Uber. Let's be real, people. Hello. Well, I'm telling you, I'm not going to quit this. You guys think I'm going to quit? We're going to do this show forever. Every week, there's going to be one each. My database is this long. It's just not going to end until you end. We're at a standoff. This needs to end. No yep. name given and a dash. And Seriously? they're new. Yeah. And they're new. And new. So they're probably kicked off the platform for something else. No name given is the name. No, that's not the name. Mike Smith. What kind of <laughs> human name is that? God given or whatever. Family given name. No name given. Come on, Mike. You're smarter than that. What the hell, man? Next one. And this was, I thought it was very appropriate. <coughs> Even the reindeer now are nervous about getting you know screwed <laughs> because reindeer are probably too expensive and uh he goes see what did i tell you he's booking the christmas eve sleigh ride with uber this is called uber sleigh people that's what the next market is that's open and <laughs> uber sleigh here's my suggestion take an uber sleigh and uh go somewhere with it no all joking aside you know chris I, I thought Len's article was, look, it had a couple of points in it that um, I looked into and look, data is data, okay? I think, mm -hmm. personally speaking, the reason there was so much pushback was because this was the first article with so many millions of chips of data behind it. Um, and look, um, and do you think it's a coincidence that the blog article came out today? You think it's a coincidence? No, I think that was deliberate. That was deliberate. Okay. And we're going to break that down next week for you folks. Now, it's Christmas. I'm not shy about saying Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. We're not going to see you through Christmas. What is, if you guys, if you guys are going to drive, please be safe. Be careful. There's snowing all over the place. I know it's snowing in the East Coast, Syracuse especially. Um, at your place, is it snowing yet? Uh, we got like a dusting, and that was it. And it really okay. wasn't anything. And so, then it's all good to go because warm up, gonna warm up again. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone. We'll see you next week. Um, 
You guys be safe. Um, oh, um, I'm sticking around until the end of March, like it or not, so you guys know. So it's just, just song and dance is going to go on until the end of March. And I couldn't be happier about it. Thank you. Thank you for the community. Seriously. I mean, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. Please keep being my eyes and ears. Send me everything. Even if you guys don't think it's important, please send me everything. Um, other than thank you and happy holidays and Merry Christmas. I don't know what else to say. I'm humbled. I'm much appreciated. And uh, we'll keep doing a good job. And, um, you know, to my partner in crime, Merry Christmas, bud. You too, buddy. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. With that being said, before we go, actually, before we sign off, we do want to say, Sergio, do you have anything besides Christmas going on this week? <laughs> I think I had enough this week, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, we have, uh, we have a great show coming next week already because, again, we have the breakdown of the rebuttal that Uber had put out uh, that we're yeah. going to explain. And then we're also going to be talking about what's the other thing we're going to be talking about? Next week, yeah, the screenshot with the uh, the Waymo. Yeah, we have a lot. We, we, have, we have quite we a bit. A lot. You know? <laughs> so, we have a lot. We always have a bit. lot. And next week, we're going to open the show. Last chance before the New Year's to come on and talk to us. We're going to open the show next week for interviews, not interviews, but five minute. You know, just get your shit off your chest, kind of a time. And yep. um, so. Uh, we have great guests next year already lined up, a couple for sure. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. And uh, and Mr. Kosher Shai, maybe, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we would love to have the rebuttal straight from, straight from the, the opposite person. I mean, he was the one who was named in the article, and we'd love to have we, him on. So I, I think we, we, we blew our chance on that one. But Uber, you know, A, you know. Much respect. You're fixing shit. Thumbs up. You're the hardest working person at Uber. Okay. Definitely a raise coming up for A. <laughs> but all joking aside, seriously, send me everything. We'll send it to them and we'll fix it. So, all right. I get the, what's the say for, uh, we have moderators time to wake up. If you get out of control, moderators will ding you. But uh, if you stay in control, you know, we don't block people, but hey. <laughs> Anyway, so that's it. Have a good one. All right. Merry Christmas. Make sure you subscribe. Turn on the notifications so you won't miss our shows. Thumbs up. All of our other content. Give a good like and uh, <laughs> have a good Christmas for all those who are celebrating and for everybody else. Well, have a great week and uh, go out there and make that money. Be safe and we'll see you guys next week. Yep.